Good morning, elect ladies. Greetings in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Indeed, it is a blessing to be alive and well at this time. It is my honor to come before you once again and share a message, which I pray will both bless you and many others. The things that I share are my personal messages. These are just messages between God and I. There are times that we speak in devotion times, closet times, private times, and in those still, still precious moments. And I've decided to share them and I pray indeed they will be a blessing. If there is one thing that I have seen about God, he, in, he loves, he delights in making a miracle out of a mess. I've seen him do it in my life. I have seen him do it in the lives around the people around me, people that I respect, people I admire, people I had no idea until you hear them open up and testify. And today's message is entitled Beauty for Ashes. Please let's get our Bibles ready. Uh, we're going to have a bit of Bible reading today. It's three scriptures, um, but you will see that they're not your usual one, two verses. Okay, so we are going to be reading from the book of Isaiah 61, verse 1 to 7. Uh, Isaiah 49, verse 13 to 29, 26, sorry. And Amos 9, verse 1 to 5. Now, don't worry, we are going to go through the scriptures together. As I said earlier on, there's a trend that you're going to realize on these scriptures and that it is not your usual few lines that you're going to be just reading. Um, these are promises. These are proclamations. These are declarations. These are vows, even that God himself has made to his people. Picture it, picture it as a love letter. Remember back in the days before instant messaging, before the WhatsApps and all of this that came about, the postman played a very important role. He was responsible for keeping a lot of marriages and relationships going. As we will go through these scriptures later on, when you are alone, take each one and read it slowly and passionately as it's from your first love, the lover of your soul. And this is his proclamation, his vow to you as his precious daughter. Today, I said we will be speaking on beauty for ashes. In life, we all have had our moments of sunshine and moments of thunder. Life is a mixture of the two, although, truth be told, for some of us, it feels that it's mostly thunderstorms and patches of sun here and there. What if I told you that everything that you have ever been through was not in vain? That sounds like a bit, nah, that can't be true. Because right now, going through your mind, you're thinking about all that pain. You're thinking about the shame. You're thinking about the humiliation. You're thinking about the anger. You're thinking about the times that people have done you wrong. You're thinking about the mistakes that you herself have made. Because life is about consequences. And when we choose to disobey the things of God, we surely pay for those consequences. And yet sometimes, people have done things to us that we ourselves do not even understand. We were victims of things that just happened. But I want to talk to you today with the message that God has for his beautiful daughters. And he's saying, I know everything that happened to you. I was there. I see your tears. I hear your pain. I literally can feel it. 
I am around you and closer to you in those moments of darkness. In the time that you watched everything around you burn to the ground and you were surrounded with ashes, in the time when you were dressed in clothes of sackcloth, in the time when you threw yourself at my feet and you wondered if I really cared or if I even existed, God is saying to us today, I am going to give you beauty for your ashes. And this is a promise that God has for his people. Today, God is speaking to my spirit about restoration. There's so many things that have happened in the lives of women and in people all over. There's so many things that have been stolen. There's so many things that were taken away. But God today is speaking about restoration. The theme of this message, beautiful ashes, is restoration. That God is restoring that which he originally ordained for you and I today. You know what? Right now, I just feel like we need to give God a praise. We just need to thank him. We just need to say hallelujah. We just need to believe in his promises. You know, these were made to the children of Israel in the depth, in in the deepest, deepest, darkest times because they had strayed away from the word of God so much. But God had said, these are still my people. You might be saying these promises are not for me because I have moved away from the things of God. I no longer worship God like I used to. I no longer tithe. I no longer go to church. I no longer listen to messages of God. When last did I even touch my Bible? But God is saying to you, restoration is coming as your heart is willing because you are the seed. Remember last week we spoke about the good seed because he knows the seed that is on the inside of you and he knows that he you are his remnant you are his people and he is speaking to you today and he's saying restoration is coming upon every area in your life you have got to have the faith to believe it the faith as big as a mustard seed and trust you me i have experiencing tiny 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 seeds as i'm seeing things in farming and the the seed of even a carrot a carrot the carrots that we have on a daily basis is just like a dot it's just like a dot. That is how big a carrot seed is. And yet I want you to picture a whole carrot. So I want you to grasp that concept now and say it just takes a tiny amount of faith. And God is saying he is restoring us today. So I'll give a slight testimony in that in terms of beautiful ashes, I can proudly speak about teenage pregnancies today. I was a teenage pregnant, uh, a, a teenage mom. I got pregnant at a very young age. I disappointed a lot of people, including myself, and I thought my life was over. And yet today, I partner with an amazing woman of God, and we are impacting the lives of different teenage moms across different areas and across different cultures. We're impacting the lives of other people, and she herself was a teenage mom, and she is an established, established established transplant surgeon in Mississippi, USA. And I thank God for this woman. I thank God for her connection. And I thank God that just by sharing my story, God was faithful. And she reached out to me and said, you are a woman who God is calling to do greater works. And at that point in my life, I thought my life is over. I have nothing to lose. I might as well just share the story about my life. I mean, nothing is happening for me. And yet God said, this is just the beginning. I am going to give you beautiful ashes for those names that you were called, for the times you doubted yourself, for the time the enemy told you you are worthless. It is over. God said, I'm giving you beautiful ashes. I am going to honor that you still held on. You kept those children. You, you kept at it. Even though it was difficult, God is faithful. Hallelujah. Let us go into the reading of the word. We're going to start with the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 61 verse 1. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. 
He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified and they shall rebuild the old ruins they shall raise up the former dissolutions and they shall repair the ruined cities the dissolutions of many generations strangers shall stand and feed your flocks and the sons of the foreigner shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers but you shall be named the priests of the Lord they shall call you the servants of our God you shall eat the riches of the Gentiles and in their glory you shall boast instead of your shame you shall have double honor and instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. Oh, listen to the promise that your Lord God is giving you. He says, instead of your shame, you're going to have double honor. God is speaking to that area in your life where you have been chained, where you have been in bondage, that area that the enemy has been telling you are not going to get out of it. And instead of your shame, you're going to have double honor because God will honor you. He will honor you and say, he will use you in that place and you shall be honored for that. Your voice shall be like thunder as you cry out to people and speak out against the atrocities of what the enemy has done. He will use you like a voice like thunder and it will bring healing and restoration to people across the nations i am so excited because i see this and i see it happening and i feel it and i sense it that god is restoring people you know when something is restored it doesn't mean that it's going to be in its mint condition if you were to go to the most expensive galleries in the whole world, there are these paintings that are worth billions and billions of dollars. And these paintings were destroyed during wars and during raids and everything. And then there were artists that were so quite, they are very qualified artists who worked to restore these artworks. And when they restore them, although uh, uh, the trained eye will look at them and say, no, this is a scar, this is what happened, but on the outside and everything else, people come across the world, book flights, hotels and everything and pay and come and see these beautiful paintings. But they have been restored. They were scarred. They were torn. They were in pieces, but it took time. So your restoration doesn't mean that you're going to be scarless. Your restoration doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect, good as new. You are going to walk about with those scars, but then people will come to you and want to know, how did you do this? People will come to you and want to experience this restoration, this joy that came upon your life. They will want to know, how did this happen? People will come and marvel. And that's what is God is saying, that when God gets through with restoring you with your flaws and with your scars and with everything that has happened to you with the name calling with the pain and with the shame he says you're going to have double honor let's praise the lord and um as we just go to um isaiah this is isaiah 49 verse 13 um at the top of my bible the the heading says god will remember zion he says sing O heavens be joyful O earth and break out in singing O mountains for the lord has comforted his people and will have mercy on his afflicted but zion said 
the Lord has forsaken me. In that place where it says, but Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. I want you to put your name. But patience said, the Lord has forsaken me and my Lord has forgotten me. And then this is the Lord. He answers and says, can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may not. Yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hand. Your walls are continually before me. Your sons shall make haste. Your destroyers and those who laid you waste shall go away from you. Lift up your eyes. Look around and see. All these gather together and come to you. As I live, says the Lord, you shall surely clothe yourselves with them as an ornament and bind them on you as a bride does. For your waste and desolate places and the land of your destruction will now even be too small for the inhabitants and those who swallowed you up will be far away. The children you will have after you have lost the others will say again in your ears, this place is too small for me. Give me a place where I may dwell. Then you will say in your heart, who has begotten these for me? Since I have lost my children and I am desolate, a captive and wandering to and fro, and who has brought these up? There I was left alone, but these, where were they? Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will lift my hand in an oath to the nations and set up my standard for the peoples. They shall bring your sons in their arms and your daughters shall be carried on their shoulders. Kings shall be your foster fathers and their queens your nursing mothers. They shall bow down to you with their faces to the earth and lick up the dust of your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord, for they shall not be ashamed who wait for me. They shall not be ashamed who wait for me. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty or the captives of the righteous be delivered? But thus says the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible be delivered. For I will contend with him who contends with you. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. God says he's going to contend with those who contend with you. This is the word of God. We know that the word of God can never lie. We know that the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. So God is saying, I am going to contend with those who contend with you. There was a time and a point in life where you asked God, are you even there? God, do you care? God, can you see? God, can you see these people ride over my head? God, where are my children? My children, Lord God, that I have given birth to, they remember me no more. Father, you have said, even though, Father, you've cried out to God, you've said that my womb is barren, in my womb is closed, but God says, I am giving you those children. God says the children, they will be, they will remember, they will come back. God is speaking about restoration. He is speaking about healing. He's speaking about inhabitation. He's speaking about enlarging your territory. I am so excited this morning, and I thank God that he has given me this message, because there are many times I felt that I can't go on. There are many times that I felt that I've done too much. There are many times that I felt like I'm past the blessings of God. But God spoke to me this morning and he says, hold on because we're going to be restored. So in the interest of time, um, we're just going to type out the scripture, um, the Amos scripture, and then we can, um, for time and data and everything, we'll just type it out and it will follow under this message. My sisters, my mothers, my prayer warriors, my intercessors, I come before you and I thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to read this word. Thank you for this time. Thank you. I, I pray that it is a blessing and I bless the name of the Lord. And remember, it's time. It's, it's restoration time. In Jesus' name, amen.